Welcome to episode 127 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. Today, we are talking about five reasons that your online business is not making sales. Stick around for the good stuff. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're talking about reasons that your online business is not making sales. So If you're not making the sales you want to, you might want to take some notes. And I'm telling you five specific reasons that your sales might not be happening. Ready? Number one. These are all big ones. I was going to say this is a big one, but you know what? They're all big ones. So number one, unclear messaging and unclear photos or pictures or images. So Either the words are unclear, the messaging is unclear, the copy is unclear, or the image itself is unclear. Even if you've got great copy, if you have an image that is not very clear, it's not very interesting to look at, it's a dark image, it's a fuzzy image, that can make people turn away. And you might have some incredible content, some incredibly helpful content. Your content might be stellar, but the image alone is making people go away. So you want to make sure not only the picture is perfect, not only the image is crystal clear, not only the colors are vibrant, not only all of that is going on, but you also want to make sure that the message itself is clear. So let me give you an example. If you sell oh, let's say that you sell solar panels. You sell solar panels. And so somebody understands that you have something to do with energy, but they're not really sure what it is. And they're thinking maybe you sell air conditioners or you sell heating units. They don't know what you sell. Something about energy, they're not sure, but because they're not sure, they're gone. You don't even have a shot at a sale. If your copy is unclear, if they cannot tell exactly what's in it for them from the words on the screen, from the words on the page, from the words out of your mouth, if they can't clearly, very easily discern what it is that is about you that not only attracts them to you, but they're like, aha, this person has something that can really help me. If they cannot immediately figure that out, they're gone. You don't even have a shot at a sale. You want to make sure that not only your pictures and your images are crystal clear, but the messaging is also crystal clear. Every single time you're putting any content out there, every single time you're speaking from the stage, every single time you meet someone at a networking event, every single time you do a clubhouse room or you write a blog post or you produce a podcast episode every single time. You should very clearly have a message that says who you are, 
what you're about and what's in it for other people. And if other people can't figure out what's in it, if anything, for them, they're gone and you don't even have a shot at a sale. So you want to give yourself the most amount of possibility, the highest percentage that you can have as a possible seller to that other person. The only way to do that is by being crystal clear in your messaging. That's number one. Number two. Number two is when you only come around on social media when you've got something for sale. In other words, the only time you go live is when you've got something for sale. The only time you do a clubhouse room is when you've got something for sale. The only time you'll be interviewed on a podcast episode is when you've got something for sale. The only time you do anything, it seems like, online is when you've got things for sale. The only time you write an email to your list is when you've got things for sale. That is really, really bad practice. And I know you want to sell. I know you do. We all want to sell. And every single person out there has stuff for sale. I want you to sell too. But one way that you're not going to sell is by only coming around or the perspective of other people is that the only time you come around is when you've got something for sale. So you've got to put yourself out there on social media when you are not promoting a thing, when you are simply providing value, you are being a wonderful participant in other people's live streams. You are shouting other people out. You are giving valuable content either from other people's stages or on your social media platform, but you're just there to share. You're not there to sell. Then if about 80% of the time that you're out there you're out there just give, give, giving, then the 20% that you may be promoting and you may be selling, that's palatable. And nobody's going to mind that. But if the roles are reversed, if 80% of the time that you're on social media, you're constantly promoting, you're constantly selling, people are going to tune you out. They may not unfollow you, but they're going to skip right over your posts. And the more they do that, the more the algorithm is going to be like, oh, well, clearly Bonnie doesn't want to see this person's content because she never hovers over their videos. She never stops. She never clicks. She never reads their content. So we're going to start showing that content so much less. She's really almost never going to see that content anymore because clearly she doesn't want to. And when you don't hover over videos, and when you don't click on people's posts, and when you don't like, comment, share, save, archive, when there's no engagement, you really are training the algorithm of every single platform that you do this on. You really are training the algorithm like, hey, I don't want to see this person's things anymore. So you don't have to unsubscribe. You don't have to unfollow. You really don't. You don't have to block people. You just have to stop engaging and those people are going to stop showing up in your feed. They'll show up uh, once in a while, but it's like once in a blue moon. You probably won't even notice them ever popping up. And the same thing applies to email marketing. Most people are not going to unsubscribe from your email list. They're just simply never going to open the email. So they're still taking up valuable real estate on your email list, but they're just never opening up the email. Because unsubscribing takes one, two, sometimes even three extra steps 
I've got a blog post all about different types of CRMs and how hard it is sometimes to unsubscribe. You think you've unsubscribed and really you haven't. And I've got specific examples there. There are some CRMs where you've got to go through three separate steps to actually unsubscribe from the list. So most people aren't even going to bother. They're just going to trash your email. They're not going to open it. They're going to skip right over it. They're going to trash it, but they're not going to have any part of your statistic of an open rate. So they're not even opening it, let alone not reading it. So think about that. You want to have your messaging as clear as clear can be so that you do have a shot at actually serving your audience. If you can't serve them, you definitely can't ever sell to them. And service should always come first. All right, that's number two. Number three, when it's difficult, if not absolutely impossible, to find a link, there cannot possibly be a sale. A lot of times I'll see people giving a link on their social media post or they'll pin a link to the top of a post or the top of a clubhouse room or they'll flash a certain link up on the screen when they're doing a live stream. And then I go to that link and nothing happens. It either doesn't go anywhere or it goes to 404 something or other or it goes to, oops, try again, or it goes to some other place entirely that they never meant me to go to. So they're either giving a broken link, which means it doesn't go anywhere, or they're giving a link that does go somewhere, but it doesn't go where they want it to. It's the wrong link. So you need to make sure that you're handing out correct links. You need to make sure, and you always need to test these yourself. Always, always, always test every single link you hand out yourself every single time. Every email, every clubhouse room, every YouTube video, anywhere that you are passing along a link for someone to go to, you need to make sure that that link actually works. Because sometimes things happen, you know, technology, you can't always count on it. Sometimes things happen and links break and you need to make sure that the link is fixed, that the link is not broken when you are posting on social media, because especially think about evergreen content. You might put out a post about a blog post that you wrote, you know, a couple of years ago, but it's evergreen content. It's still really, really good information. And you give a link to your YouTube channel. And unbeknownst to you, the link goes to someone else's YouTube channel. You think you gave the right link. Well, you did, but it wasn't the one you wanted. You gave the right link for somebody else. You are promoting somebody else's content when you're trying to promote your own, but you don't know that. First of all, most people are never going to tell you. It's like spinach in your teeth. Most people are never going to tell you. And then you also don't know because you didn't try it out yourself. You've got to make sure that every single link you give every single day works. Now, best practices say that every single month you should make sure all your links are working. But if you can't manage that, you've got a couple of choices. Number one, you could hire somebody to check your links once a month, but you can also simply make sure that every single link you hand out 
actually works. That every single link on every single social media platform in your bio, in your profile, make sure that those things actually go where you want them to go. And make sure that every single day when you're posting on social media, that whatever link you're providing, it actually does go where you want it to go. It's so incredibly important. And here's something to think about. So during the pandemic, a lot of us were on Zoom a lot more than ever. Some people for the very first time started using Zoom. Now we're all Zoom experts. Well, one thing about Zoom is you cannot put a bit.ly link. You cannot just put bit.ly forward slash clubhouse strategy, for example. Bit.ly forward slash clubhouse strategy. I can say that on my podcast. I can post that bit.ly link on Facebook. I can post that bit.ly link on Twitter. I can post that bit.ly link absolutely pretty much everywhere except not Zoom. I've got to include the rest of the URL. I've got to include the HTTPS colon slash slash. I've got to include that part. Otherwise, it won't be hyperlinked in a Zoom chat. I don't know why. That's how Zoom is set up. That's how Zoom has always been set up. So you need to make sure there's an example. I can say bit.ly and I've got all my bit.ly links memorized and I can say what the link is. But if I put it into a Zoom chat without HTTPS colon slash slash, without that, it won't go anywhere. It won't be blue, won't be hyperlinked. They'll be like, oh, Bonnie, the link doesn't work. No, the link does work. It's just not going to work in Zoom in that way. So you need to make sure that whatever it is you're handing out, wherever you're giving it, actually works. Really, really important. Make it easy for people to buy from you. Make it easy for people to hand you money. If you make it difficult in any way, very likely there will never be a sale because they're just not going to bother. They're busy. They're distracted. They're thinking, oh, I'll come back. They're not going to come back. They don't remember they were there five minutes later. It's got nothing against you personally. It's just you made it a little bit too hard for them and they're just not going to go to the trouble. They're going to still buy that thing. They're just not going to buy it from you. They're going to buy it from someone else. All righty. Number four, number four, woo. Number four, I'm going to talk all about with about 20 to 30 extra minutes of valuable content for people inside the Social Media Marketing Cafe. If you want to hear more about number four, which absolutely affects every single person on the planet, every female and every male is affected by what I'm about to say in point number four. And if you want more information that will help you in your own business, you need to head over to bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. Just like it sounds, bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. All lowercase, no spaces, all mushed together. Bit.ly forward slash get the cafe gets you into the social media marketing cafe. Not only do you get hours and hours of extra content that never makes it to my podcast episodes, you have dozens and dozens of business tutorials that help you to grow your business. I teach you how to live stream. There's an entire Canva course in there. 
I teach you how to podcast. I teach you how to create your website pages. I teach you all about social media, all about marketing, literally everything you need to know to grow your business. So head over to bit.ly forward slash get the cafe and check it out. All right, back to episode 127. Reason number four that your online business is not making sales. Reason number four is that you seem unconfident. You don't have very much confidence. It doesn't seem like you're confident in yourself. It doesn't seem like you feel like what you're selling is really worth it. And if you do not exude confidence over your products, your programs, your services, whatever it is that you've got for sale, I can guarantee you this, nobody else is going to have confidence in you either. If you don't have confidence in your own stuff, in your own products, in your own programs, in your own services, how in the world can you expect someone else to have confidence about you and about the things that you have for sale? It might seem like you've got a fabulous course on how to code, for example. It might seem like your course really has a lot of great stuff, but you don't seem very confident about it, which means I'm not having very much confidence about you, which means I'm going to go find a course on coding from someone else. And maybe that course is not as good as your course. I'm never going to know because I'm not going to buy your course. And that is the same with everybody. You always want to buy from somebody who is confident. You always want to buy from somebody who is excited about what they're selling, who's happy about what they do. Because confidence means competence. Even though it doesn't literally mean that, people's perceptions are somebody who is confident is somebody who is able. Confidence equals competence in terms of sales. So you have got to show confidence about your products, your programs, your services. You've got to show that you feel great about those things and that you you don't think they're great. You know they're great. And you've got reasons to back it up. You've got case studies. You've got interviews with people. You've got loads of information that your clients and your customers can give that back up how incredibly wonderful your products, your programs, your services really are. So not only can you tell your prospective clients and customers about it, but now now you've got past clients and customers that can speak to that too. And the more confident you are about what you do and what you offer, the more confident everyone's going to feel in you and your abilities. I don't want to buy something from somebody who's not confident. What if I have a problem after the fact? I bet they're not going to be able to help me then either. So confidence is the key. You're not going to have a sale without confidence. It's not going to happen. Number five, I'm going to phrase number five the way it typically is phrased but I'm also going to tell you why I never say that and why I never do it. The fifth reason that your online business is not making the sales that you want it to make is because you're not asking for the sale. 
Now, that's the way people typically talk about it. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't ask for the sale. I'm not going to ask you to buy from me. Asking you to buy from me makes it seem like I'm desperate. I'm not desperate. Either you buy from me or you don't. I'm not going to ask you to buy from me. You're going to know whether or not you want to buy from me. I'm simply going to lay all the facts on the table. I'm going to tell you what I've got for sale. I'm going to tell you the transformation that you can go through with that product. You can go through not knowing how to do this to being very confident in knowing how to do this within X amount of time through my course. I can tell you exactly what you're going to learn. I can tell you exactly how it can help you both personally and professionally, how it can help your business, how it can help your customers and your clients in the future. I can tell you all of that information. And I'm going to tell you very confidently, I'm going to lay it all out for you. And then I'm going to say how much it is. And you either buy it or you don't. I am not going to ask for the sale. Because if you don't buy it, I am very confident somebody else is going to buy it. And very likely you're going to buy it and somebody else is going to buy it. I'm simply here to tell you what I've got and the transformation that you can go through if you buy my products, programs, and services. I'm just laying everything out on the table. I'm not asking for the sale. I feel very strongly that everything I do on and offline sells for me. You already know what I'm like to work with because you hear me all day long on some live streaming platform. You hear my podcast. You've seen my videos. You know what I'm like. Whether or not you meet me in person, that's exactly what I'm like. I'm not very tall. I'm five, two and three, four. So be aware of that. People are shocked by how short I am. I think I have evidently a very tall personality. So I'm not going to ask you to please buy from me. I'm not going to ever say that. I'm simply going to tell you all of the things that you're going to get and how your life is going to be better and how your business can be enhanced and how you can increase your sales, et cetera, et cetera, if you choose to take my course, if you choose to join this program, if you choose to do that thing. I'm just laying it all out there. What you do with your money, as far as I'm concerned, is completely up to you. I never give financial advice, ever. I might say, "Mm, I think you're paying a little bit too much for that. If it sounds like you are, I'm going to tell you that. If you're paying for two things that are really identical, I'm going to say, you know, I think you're, you should really pick one because they both pretty much do the same thing. And think you're going to save money that way. I'm going to tell you something like that, but I'm not going to tell you what to actually do with your money. I'm not going to say buy this or don't buy this thing that I have for sale. You do what you want with your money. I'm not going to ask for the sale. So even though I just said that number five is not asking for the sale, I never ask for the sale, but I make it very clear why. I think you should buy it. And I am here to tell you, hello, women. Most of my clients, most of my customers, most of my listeners are women. Women, you're getting in your own darn way. You need to make sure that you make it very clear about who you are, what you're about, 
and how what you have will indeed help other people. You're not doing that. And I'm about to give loads and loads of information, all based on research, about how severe this problem is. And if you're making all the sales you want to make, you don't need to listen to that at all. But if you're not, I suggest that you hop into the Social Media Marketing Cafe and check out the other part of this video. So what I'm doing today is I'm recording live inside the Business Fabulous Facebook group. That link will be in the comments. So I don't always, but I often record my podcast episodes in there. I almost always record them in there unannounced. So I just pop in, I record, I grab the recording, I grab the audio and I grab the video and then I delete it from the group. So it does not tend to stay in the group. I have one, maybe two in there, but all of the rest go into the social media marketing cafe with all of the how to's with all of the video and audio and downloadable PDF tutorials on how to grow every part of your business. And one of the beautiful things about the social media marketing cafe is that every single month I add four new products in there every single month. And you can, if you're a member of the cafe, you can always request that I create a product. If you're looking for something on, I don't know, pick a topic. If you're looking for something on a particular topic and you don't see it in the cafe, I'll create it for you. And I'll put it in the cafe because if you are going to find it interesting and helpful, other cafe members will too. So I'm going to create it for you, but I'll put it in the cafe so that everybody can have access to it. So you can directly decide what content, what tutorials go into the cafe. And if I have something in some form that isn't helpful for you, like if I have a video, but you would like a downloadable PDF or vice versa, or you want an audio of something, whatever it is, let me know and I will put it in the cafe. And I usually create that new content for you within about 48 hours. All right. So I hope this has been helpful. I love that you want to increase your sales and I want to help you do that every single day. Thanks so much for being here. I love you. We'll talk soon.